Welcome back, everybody. This is Josh, and you're listening to Here's the Thing, the podcast where you, you get the, you know, I say that all the time. Hey, Cecilia. Cecilia's over there, and Let you're. You got more? Okay, you're about to listen to an episode with uh, me and Cecilia again. So, congrats to you. Uh, congrats to you. Um. <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, I was going to tell everybody how to get a hold of us if you want to get a hold of us. Uh, there's a few ways to do it, and you should, because we want to hear from you, and we want to know what you think. We want to talk to you because we're lonely, and we don't have any friends. So you can hit us up on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash here's the thing cast, uh, soundcloud.com slash here's the thing cast. Uh, we have a Gmail address, here's the thing cast at gmail.com. And we're also on Twitter, but don't bother because I'm, I never log on. Um, enjoy the episode. Uh, here you go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Here's the Thing. Hello. We've been gone... For a minute. Just one minute. A solid minute. But we're back. And well, he's back. I'm back. Well, you're back too. <laughs> Cecilia's back too. Guys, it's your favorite type of episode. It's a Josh and Cecilia episode. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There are people literally <laughs> jumping. <laughs> There are people literally jumping up and down oh, out of that was joy. So annoying. I did not think that I sound that annoying. No, that was cute. I don't think I should do that again. And they are after us. I know. See, this Listen. is what I get and we're making that um that air horn noise. Noise. If you if you guys can't hear it, there's a real annoying loud siren making all the noise outside in chicago what shocking and it's like they just pulled up to the corner and decided to just stay stay there sit there stay there uh cecilia's air conditioning is not working so there's a thing no there's a thing we see this is what this does to us it's working i'm so distracted by the siren right now i can't okay it's finally going away okay it's headed away now it's not it's working. cold air. It's not it's blowing the air. air as hard or um, the air itself is not cold because I felt yeah. it. It's coming out. It's just air. It's just. It's not cold air. Whatever. It's not. Which means the AC is not Apparently working. our building doesn't think April 20th is an early enough time. Guys, it's 420. We're recording on 420. So if you celebrate that day. Did, Good we, for did you. we talk about? Oh, I already asked. You oh, we could look it up. I guess we can't. I, why is it? A well, hot day. Say hi to the say hi to the folks, and I'll look it up real quick. Baby, you told me that I don't have to do that part. Well, you're not all you gotta do just just tell them That's tell hey because Tyler and I do this. Tell them about your week. Tell everybody about your week. <sighs> so guys, wedding planning is real. Is that all you got? Yeah, it's all I got because that is... Oh, I had you a bridal to, shower. Get right, Just get right in there. I had a bridal shower. Good job. See, now they're after us again. I know. Um, so, um, yeah, I had a bridal shower. Um, Josh recorded a podcast and Anna surprised me with his podcast. So that was really sweet. I had to try real hard not to cry, but... I didn't cry in front of them, just on the inside. But yeah, <laughs> I cried on the inside. <laughs> That's not, I know you. I know you didn't mean it this way, but that sounded real negative. Yeah, th- yeah. I just cried a little on the inside because yeah. it was so embarrassing. Um, but yeah, so um, we had a great time. It, um, uh, Grace, one of my bridesmaids, flew in from out of town. Um, that was really sweet of her. Um, the the girls just did a really good job of decorating everything. They made some awesome food. We yeah, placed them. I got leftovers. Okay, I, got I was leftover. gonna say I'm just like wait. No, you remember, I got there. leftover. I got leftover cupcakes. Yeah. So my my cousin, who is also one of my bridesmaids, Jenny, she is 
just the best. Oh my god! Thank you, Jenny. Her, yeah, uh, she. Uh, what is a pastry chef? She, uh-huh. pat, patisserie, patisserie in That's French. French. Patisserie. She sounds like Patricia, which is really drunk. Patricia. It's Patricia in French. Yeah. Patricia. Patricia. Anyways, um, yeah. No, I like. She and I used to bake all the time together and she like she makes macaroons like who makes macaroons that is one of the hardest things you can ever make but she makes them and she makes them so deliciously perfectly like, perfect every, it looks like it is just, like, like fresh out of we've gotten the french from, pastry pastry what do you call that pastry shop yeah we like we i mean we went to like a fancy pastry shop yeah in la Durée. yeah la Durée. and her macaroons were just as good if not yeah. better yeah yeah um, yeah, so it was really sweet. She made um, some blueberry lavender ones mm-hmm. and uh, a mint. The mint ones were. Um, mint macarons. Mm-hmm. She, they wrapped them up all real all cute and wrote thank you. And that was a favor that she had. They passed it out to all the guests that In came. In little clear boxes. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, they, and the cupcakes. Yeah, and she made cupcakes with gold pearls. And cheesecake, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the cake itself was cheesecake. Um, with um, some green frosting, like pastel yeah. green frosting. Well, so the top was like, the yeah, top yeah. half was cheesecake. The rest of yeah. it was like white cake or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Man. So my uh, my girl's treating me well. It's it's getting real. It's feeling like it's coming up. Okay, so I'm, I'm done. Are you, did you find it? Well, I'm going to tell them about my week. Um, okay. And then we can talk about why 420 I mean, is 420. I guess. Do you not want to hear about my week? I mean, that's a little rude. See, I talk to you every day, so the I idea guess, here is right. well. See, this is what you get for having me on the podcast instead of Tyler. Tyler legit cares about. Okay, well, I'm actually, that's to... not fair because Tyler, you guys don't talk as often. So you guys, we, when you guys are catching up, we text. When, no, when you no, when you guys are talking stuff. on the podcast, you guys are legit like, hey, how was your week? Because I don't know what's going on in your life, so tell me. Well, we're not together twenty four seven. We're not either. I'm talking about us. We're not oh together God. 24-7. You don't know everything that happened in my week. You don't know me. Do I? Try me. You pretty let's, much let's, I was going to say, let's talk about I this. Tell you, I tell you everything anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, but they don't know, and it's a good excuse for me to tell them about my week. I'm telling you about my week, but really what I'm doing is I'm telling them about my week in a conversational manner. Mm-hmm. Because the listeners like to listen in on a conversation between two people. I would like the listeners to tell us, do you really That's care? how it works. That's why they really listen anyway. Care? Listeners, if you're listening, <laughs> which you are, okay, write please. in and tell us. And I'll tell you how to do that probably Josh in the Josh really intro. wants to share what happened in his week. It better be good. It's exciting. Okay, okay go. I started a new job. That is true. He did this week. Oh, wait, wait, you guys didn't talk about that last time? No, it's it has been so long. I apologize, listeners, because I understand how long it's been. It's been so long since we recorded a legit episode of this podcast. Okay, okay, so that makes sense. Because I was gonna say, I'm like, that's old news, but I don't I think guess... I even I don't think I even told the the podcast listeners that I was interviewing for a job. No, you you said you were you got a callback. You got a callback. Oh, okay. Is, is okay. the last time because you were with. So Tyler. um, as of so it's four twenty today, uh, which is a Thursday. So as of this recording, I started two days ago. On Tuesday, yep. On Tuesday. Woo! Um, and it's a really, really great job. It's with a marketing firm in uh, Naperville, Illinois, called Launch Digital Marketing. Um, they're great people, great company. I'm very excited. Job's even better than I thought it was going to be when I uh, applied and interviewed. So that's a pleasant surprise because usually it goes the other way. So, um, that's exciting. So, yay to Josh. That's the exciting thing that happened to me this week. Um, other than that, <laughs> that's pretty much it, Well, guys. I mean, the past two weeks, I should say, you, I mean, you should say the past two weeks. Yeah, well, yeah, the past two weeks. Yeah. But, I mean, like, everything else is just pretty much like in preparation standard, for, yeah. normal stuff. I was just, like, on pins and needles waiting for... Yeah. Either an offer or a rejection to come through for the job. And I finally got the offer. So, I mean, what else were they going to do, honestly? It's me. So, of course, they're going to offer me the job. Okay, so what's 420 about? 420. 
Um, this is from CNBC.com. They ran a story called The Origins of 420 Marijuana's High Holiday. Hi. And in case you didn't get the pun there, there are, there are high holidays, what people call high holidays, like Christmas would be a high holiday. Um, but they're using it in the other form of the high. The other high. Ha ha, get it? Marijuana. Yeah, the ganja. Okay, so um, the origins of the date and the term 420 generally were long and murky. Some claimed it referred to a police code for marijuana possession or that it arose from Bob Dylan's rainy day women number 12 and 35 with its refrain of everybody must get stoned 420 being the product of 12 times 35 but in recent years bob dylan's great by the way but that is no that's that's a stretch yeah that is a stretch 12 times 35 that's that's an obscure song by that artist and an obscure lyric to that obscure song and then people multiply the numbers that's a stretch people uh, in recent years, however, consensus has emerged around the most credible explanation that it started with a group of bell-bottom buddies from San Rafael High School in California who called themselves the Waldos. Um, that's a great name for a gang, by the way. A friend's... Where are the Waldos? <laughs> Nobody could ever find, find them. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Were they wearing striped pants? No, I know, camouflage. Shirts. They had to. They had to wear camouflage. <laughs> okay. so they could. They could blend yeah, in. Striped shirts and blue jeans um, with a hat. Yeah, uh, and friends. All glasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that came from. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so the or is. Oh my gosh! So this should have said the origin. Where's Waldo's where's tied to marijuana? Anyways, yeah. We wait. Oh my gosh! Maybe that's what it is. No, that okay. That's not why I got oh. excited. Okay. At, okay, remind me after I tell the listeners this story. We learned the origin of the high five this past week. That's the other exciting oh, thing that yeah. happened. And that was pretty cool. So we'll give a shout out to a really good podcast here in a second. Um, so these guys called themselves the Waldos. Uh, a friend's brother was afraid of getting busted for a patch of cannabis a.k.a. marijuana. He was growing in the woods at Point Reyes, so he drew a map and gave the teens permission to harvest the crop, the story goes. During fall 1971, at 4.20 p.m., just after classes and football practice, the group would meet up at the school statue of chemist Louis Pasteur, smoke a joint, and head out to search for the weed patch. They never did find it, but their private lexicon, 420 Louis, and later just 420, would take on a life of its own. The Waldos saved postmark letters and other artifacts from the 1970s referencing 420, which they now keep in a bank vault. And when the Oxford English Dictionary added the term last month, it cited some of those documents as the entry's earliest recorded uses. Wait, they literally just recorded it last month? Wait, how old is this? Oh, 420's been around for a long time. Oxford English Dictionary just added it as an entry. Gotcha. Uh, So there you go, guys, in case you have ever wondered... 420 is also Hitler's uh, birthday, but that's why not why anybody. I was gonna say, why it. would you know that? Um, I just thought it was funny that like the most, probably the most chill people on earth, arguably, people that smoke weed, yeah. are celebrating National Weed Day on arguably the least chill person's birthday <laughs> that has ever existed. And I just thought that was kind of funny and ironic. Okay, we found out the origin of the high... This isn't even what I wanted to talk about this week, and this is exciting. We found out the origin of the high five this week. So um, there's a podcast that Tyler and I have both gotten into recently uh, called The Dollop. Uh, Not sponsored, but they're awesome. Um, And it's two comedians, uh, Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds. And uh, what what they do is Dave Anthony picks a uh, little-known story from American history, and he reads it to Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the story is going to be about. Um, And so he tells them – he tells Gareth this ridiculous story from history. Usually they're just – Random. Super crazy. Um, Some are sad. Really, what it does – if if you grew up like most kids in America, most people in America probably grew up, you went to school and learned history, but you learned the really good American history. Uh, and what most of these stories do is highlight kind of the bizarre and sometimes the really uh, aggravating and sad history of the United States as well. 
um, some things that are not so great uh, about the U.S. Um, but they're really, really interesting. I'm trying to find the guy's name. Uh, Glenn Burke. Okay, so there was a baseball player, um, an African-American baseball player, by the name of Glenn Burke, uh, I believe back in the 80s, um, I want to say the, the late 70s and 80s, <clears throat> um, and he had a very hard time um, even breaking into the sport, uh, number one, because he was African-American um, and people weren't quite as progressive uh, in the 70s and 80s as they are now, um, and we're arguably moving backwards at this point. Um, but not only was he African-American, but he was also gay. Um, and so he was afraid to come out of the closet because he knew that that would essentially be the end of his baseball career and he loved the game. And so he kept it a secret as much as he could. Um, although his teammates all knew, uh, and they were fine with it. He played for the Dodgers, I believe, um, for a long time under Tommy Lasorda, who was a complete asshole, um, everybody knew that already though. Tommy Lasorda's son, uh, coincidentally was super gay. Um, which is also ironic. Uh, you said it like you knew him. <clears throat> so if you met his he's, son, dude, dude, if you ever hung out with him, he's super gay. Um, he was super gay. Uh, he, I mean, he was like even, he was gay. What makes him super gay? Like, because he, I okay, you're right. I don't know. I don't know What's how to qualify. Super gay? I well, I don't. I don't. You're right. Maybe I shouldn't qualify the statement. I just like Glenn Burke was more of a. I guess if you were gonna qualify it or or classify them, Glenn Burke would be like low the, radar. The gay. man, he'd be like the man of the relationship, gay, and Tommy Lasorda's son would be like the the more feminine of the relationship, gay. If that makes sense. Uh, how do you know that? There's usually that kind of dynamic going on. You know too much about this gay um, thing. It's making me a little nervous. I have gay friends. Uh, anyway, but. so Glenn Burke, the, the story was all about Glenn Burke. That's neither here nor there. Um, the point is, during one game, Glenn Burke uh, made an awesome play. Um, I don't remember. I, I think it was a hit because Tommy Lestorda wouldn't let him play other than like pinch hitting. It was a home run or something um, like that. So Glenn Burke hit a home run or whatever he did uh, and was so happy about what he had done that he threw his hand up in the air. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wasn't Glenn the one that slapped the hand? Yeah. The other guy. Okay, so somebody else had a home run um, and came back home and had thrown his hand up in the air because he was so happy about what he had done. And Glenn Burke, because he was like a super happy, jovial, awesome guy, like all of his teammates really loved him, he like he wanted to like be a part of that joyous moment, I guess, and so he didn't know what else to do. So this guy's hand was up in the air, and Glenn Burke reached up and slapped the guy's hand with his hand, um, which is the first recorded instance of the high five uh, in history. So arguably, Glenn Burke invented the high five, and then later in his career, when he was a little more well known uh, because he was a great baseball player. He would hang out um, in front of bars and things, and he would uh, people would like line up, and he'd give people high fives as they would walk by. I yeah, I mean, I guess I would. I don't know exactly, but I would think that seventies and eighties seemed like a really late time for that to be like discovered. I feel like they. I mean, I, I mean, would people think were that doing were, other things in the seventies and eighties. <laughs> People were doing. People no, were smoking weed in the believe, '70s, and then they moved on to cocaine in the '80s. I, so. No, I'm just saying. I feel like even in the ancient time, people were giving each other high fives. Nah, I like. I think so. Just because it I don't. Wasn't. I don't think they were like knights high fiving. No, like they just jousted and be like, "Hey, bro." No, I. Yeah, no. I, you just killed that one. I woo high five. I mean, it's not like it requires technology or anything. So, like, I just feel like you just throw something. Yeah, up in the but air and then no. Or why do they call it a high five? Like because who, it's up in the air. No, was it really recorded like that though? And then five. There's you got five fingers. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you, are you well, looking – you looked up Glenn Burke. Well, I wanted to know what he looked like first because now we talked about him so much. Early athletic career, life after Major League Baseball. 
that doesn't say anything on his Wikipedia page. Just All yeah, right, are you gonna continue. search Glenn Burke High Five? Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so I thought that was really cool. I just wanna believe that Glenn Burke is the one that invented the high five. Why? Because I think it's cool. And he had a sad life after baseball. So yeah, Glenn Burke, see? It's Wikipedia. You know that Dusty I can Baker and Glenn right Burke, now, right? Yeah, but somebody else obviously like read the same source. I'm just gonna believe it was Glenn Burke, everybody. Uh, so look it up: G L E N N B U R K E, Glenn Burke. Um, he was an interesting dude. So there was that. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, it also says it's. Probably impossible to know exactly when the low. Well, of course it's impossible. I said arguably the invention of the high five. I'm just gonna believe it was Glenn Burke. Mm-hmm. It's of course everybody's had hands for forever, so somebody That's might have slapped exactly somebody what I else's just said. Hat. But I'm choosing to believe it was Glenn Burke and the other guy whose name I already forgot. Sorry, other guy. Um, so I do. I do have one thing that I want to talk about this week, uh, and then I have I have something I want to try with you, if that's okay. Oh, this should be interesting. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with what I want to talk about because mm-hmm. it's it just happened today. This is not what I was going to talk about on the podcast, but it just happened today, and I want to know your opinion on it. I feel like I know your opinion on it, uh, but. I need to make a decision, I feel, on this, and so I want your input. Okay. I am in, like like most people that have a smartphone, I am in several group threads. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, and specifically on iPhone, if everybody in your group thread has an iPhone, people can see when you leave a conversation. Yep. It notifies it everybody. It notifies you. Um, so I am in one particular group thread, um, that I've been in for a long time, years. And I received a text message in that thread today that I hate with all of my heart. Uh, and it's from a person that. This is not the first time this person has done something like this. Um, but it's a group thread I've been in for a very long time. Uh, and these are people that I've known for a very long time. So I considered leaving the conversation today after I got this text, which I just showed to Cecilia. Um, but I didn't leave the conversation because I don't like... I, I honestly don't care so much about upsetting the person that sent the text message. It's the other people in the conversation that I don't want to make things like, I just don't want to make things weird for the group of people. Does that make sense? No, I, I understand. Um, but so I felt like, so here, <laughs> let me, let me lay it out for you. Yeah, I felt okay. like, I felt I mean, like, like I, I, I can have, I have my own thoughts on it, but okay. I, okay. I'll say one more thing. And yeah. then you tell me what you think. Okay. I felt like, I either needed to say something Mm -hmm. like, so I just showed it to you Mm -hmm. like super fucking offensive. Mm -hmm. I'm not okay with it Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anybody should be okay with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think it's funny at all. I think it's super distasteful and whatever. Like I, I did now I am on record a couple podcasts ago saying that anybody can find anything or maybe I said this on a different podcast. Anybody can find anything they want funny. And that's fine. That's totally your right. I don't have to find the things you find funny, funny. And I this time I don't. I don't find this funny at all. I think it's offensive and distasteful. Anyway, so I felt like I either needed to say something mm-hmm. or leave. Okay. Because I don't want anybody in that conversation to think I'm at all okay with that. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think that's do you think that's a good enough reason to either say something or leave or should I just not worry about them thinking I'm okay with it? Okay, here's the thing for me though because 
I don't think that's a fair question to ask me, given the fact that I already do not like this person to begin with because of some of the things that he's already said about me. Right. I understand. Personally. I understand. So I don't think that's in fair. All, in all fairness, I like, I, I totally understand why you wouldn't like some of the things he has said already. If anything, I feel Give like giveaway you... guys. It's a it's a guy. I I understand that. Um and I'm not making an excuse for him. I will say I think there was zero I think there was zero thought or malice like I think it was I think it was genuinely an offhanded whatever. So... This I this I think is much more overtly well, what's the difference between the two? If anything, you should be more offended by the fact that he was making fun of your fiance. Well, because he he all he's like he just he quoted forty year old virgin basically. I he yes. just he quoted a movie. I like I understand. I'm just saying I understand. I understand why you're offended. I like, but he was he was quoting a movie. Okay, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. Tell me what you were. Tell me what you think. No, I was no, I was just gonna say that I already don't like. So this is not a fair question to me. I would have already told you to shut him out of your life long time ago. So it's not like if you're asking me like should I leave or not, I'd be like yes, please kick him out of your life. I don't want him at the wedding anyway. But I was gonna say the other the other wrinkle <laughs> is that we're probably gonna see this person at the wedding. I mean that's what I said. So I people. I mean, I really don't care what people think about me anyway, but in terms of, like, when it comes to friendships for me is, like, I don't... Listen, here's the thing about my friends. Okay. I don't have a lot of friends, and only the friends that I have right now are people, um, I should say, that... I mean, they're not they're not new friends. Like, I know it sounds so cliche when I say it. Like, no new friends or something like that. Because it's because, like, I really don't give a shit about other people in general. But also, I'm not afraid to, like, shut you out of my life if I think you're being fucking stupid. That's fair. Right? So, in that sense, like, I honestly didn't understand why you were friends with this person to begin with. But that's me. That's, you know, me just, that's just me and my personality and just knowing the type of things he says all the time. And this is not the first time, like, consistently throughout well, all that's what his I said. Social, like, with social media, blah, blah, blah. This isn't the first time. Yeah. And so I quite honestly didn't understand why you were friends with this person to begin with. But I had no opinion about it because that's your friend. You're allowed to have your own friends and your well, opinions. And that's that's who you are. The only thing that got me a little annoyed was the fact that he specifically made a comment about me, which I know was very, very insensitive. And I mean, I could take a... Come it on. was. I, it was. I'm, You're right. It was. I'm Asian and I make fun of my race all the time. All the time. And more, I think... I'm more brutally... <laughs> more brutally, I might add, Oh, totally more brutally. And so I find things a lot... A lot of things funny. And I, like, joke around that with, like, I say a lot of, like... If anything, I say a lot of crude humor more than what other Korean girls talk about. And I'm totally fine with that. I, I'm allowed to do that. But I felt like he couldn't do that because he... Okay, if you're going to make fun of something, first of all, know the other person... Know the context and say it in a funny manner. I felt like which all of all of which he didn't do. Like he doesn't know me. He's never met me. And he didn't say it to my face. He say it to like, you know, what I mean, like it wasn't yeah. a joke in a conversation where we're just like, oh, yeah, like shooting the shit and just like having a good time. Like, I think the reason why Tyler and I like we we joke about a lot of crude things. And I, I and sometimes he says things that are not very like that offensive to Asians in general because he thinks like Korean people are the best people in the world anyway. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I yeah. would say things or like I was like, oh, that's what she said. And I think he thinks that that's like funny and all that stuff. Like we joke around things like that because it's in a context and I feel like jokes and can only... And you guys only... have rapport. Yeah, we have rapport. Yeah. And that's why when he said it, I was just like, yeah, not okay, but you found it funny yeah, and that's your be... friend, whatever. If you're going to be offensive, at least be funny, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like... I didn't understand like, even like the group thread that conversation right, so itself like just, wasn't funny at all. Just for clarification, 
saying I'm friends with this person, I feel like if I give too much detail, <laughs> everyone's just going to figure this out. But do anyway. you really care, though? Well, I'm, I'm getting there. I don't know. So to, to say I'm friends with this person is – it. I guess it depends on – it really depends on how you define friend. This person and I do not talk one-on-one basically ever. I mean, you guys are friends by association. The only time that we communicate is in this group thread and usually facilitated because of one of the other people in the thread uh, or, like, when the people in the thread ever get together. So, like, yeah, kind of a friend by association. Which is the only reason, again, like that I hesitated to leave the conversation in the first place because I like I don't want to make it weird for the other two or three or however many people are in this thread. Well, I so, but if you're okay, so if you're asking me, I would say I don't give a fuck. Get the hell out of that conversation <laughs> because if I mean, see, that was another thing about me too. Like if when I there were a couple of friends that like I'm like ah this is awkward. Like I don't want to be. I'm not that close with the other person. But then if I got one of those offensive texts or you know something that. First of all, that picture and a lot – I mean, this is not the first time he's done that. He's said a lot of things. Yeah. He sent a lot of pictures that are, like, extremely offensive. His social media is just offensive in and, general. Well, he's – Just everything. Everything about him I do not like. But just the fact that he's that kind of a person. So this isn't just, like, a, a slip and be like, ha, right. like, my whatever. I, so that already alludes to his – like, that's that, that's his – that's him. That's yeah. that kind of person he is, right? So the fact that the friends in that conversation, there's there's no way if they're the legit ones with the human right human brain and with some intelligence and integrity to say that, oh, yeah, that's not OK. And for you to be offended and walk away, I think they would understand that. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I, I do like I do have to be fair here and say that me a year ago or a year and a half ago or maybe even six months ago i don't know that it would have bothered me this much then why do you think that is i'm not positive but i (laughs) like i think i see answering that question is going to make me sound like i'm tooting my own horn and i I really don't mean to do that i'm not patting myself on the back but i if i was going to guess why that was I would say it's because of some of the work that I've been doing on myself over the last hmm. year, year and a half. Yeah. So I'm in a completely different place now, mentally and spiritually and everything, mm. than I was a year, year and a half, six months ago. Yeah. So something like this bothers me a lot more now than I think it would have back then. I probably wouldn't even thought of leaving the conversation back then yeah and like it, uh, it bothers me to the point where i felt like i either needed to say something or leave yeah, now yeah which i'm like i'm fine with i'm not saying that's a negative thing um for the person i am now i'm saying that to be fair in that i'm not super proud of the fact that it wouldn't have bothered me a year ago yeah i mean people change people grow and i think people mature differently too and also people change their thoughts and their, their you know, their yeah. not like knowledge processing and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I guess you can see that because I can say that about like my friendships and my like lifestyle and things that I found funny back then that things are are offending me now or whatnot. Yeah, that's fair. I just I just I don't want to come off. I don't want people to think or you to of, like, think self-righteous that I'm like, coming yeah. off as self-righteous no, it, because it, it, I I have not always felt this way. Right. And right. I'm not proud of that, but yeah. I haven't. And like, okay, so I mean, all in all, seriously though, like, like we and you preface this pretty well. There are things that are always out there that when you, it's, and it always amazes me when there is a post on Facebook if there is like a post anywhere in news, and there's just so many wide array of opinions that are out there, yeah. like things that I think it is appalling. The other person's like, yeah, no, who cares? Like I've been called yeah. that many times, like that whole baby incident. And the- yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, something that... And the that, more, like, yeah. the, the... It's just happening more it, and more. Exactly. I mean, so people are entitled to their own opinion, and that's what makes human beings, like, so um, 
complex and I guess beautiful in that way because you know it, it is because everyone's so different how they think is just so you know is so how they think are so different and how they process information are so different so of course like there are things that are more offensive to others than it is to you you know so he might have found it funny I I could have found that funny for all you know you know and and then I could have told you yeah whatever it's just a joke move on yeah. you know or I could so it could it could be that but just given the context of who this person is and some of the things. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's necessarily fair for me to say that just because of like the pre like pre notion. Like I, I feel like I'm a little bit more biased in that sense because of some of the things he's already said before. Does that make sense? So it's yeah. Well, I mean, talking this out, he is leaving the conversation as we speak. I just did. <laughs> Talking this out convinced me. Like, I don't... Uh, like, what what I've been doing... Another... Like, a, a part of work that I've been doing on myself is... Purging? Yeah. Reevaluating people that I'm choosing to spend time with. Um... Because I'm starting to realize I only I like I have limited mental capacity and limited energy and time, and this might sound judgmental, but I 100% believe that there are people that are not worth any of that. I could use all of that better somewhere else. Um, and so as I kind of stumble on, on people and things and places that I don't think are worth any of that, uh, I'm trying to cut that out. Yeah. I mean, I, so people so, might listen to this and be like, wow, you guys are very harsh. Like you guys don't, don't take, no, like, no, no. Think... Yeah. I'm not trying to be harsh. No, I mean, but it, it may sound like that because to me, I think I, I am like, cause, but that's my personality. The people who are friends with me now know that like, yeah. I don't deal with bullshit. And if you say shit or if you are going to act fucking stupid, I will not be like, you're not my friend. But that's why the friends that I have now have been like friends with me for so long, like lifelong friends, like since birth. And the fact that I stay with them are the fact that like, I know these people aren't that kind of people that are going to say shit. Yeah. Like they don't have a track record of saying the most ridiculous, stupid, offensive stuff. If you do, bye. Yeah. So, but then like, I, I don't think people should look at that as like, oh my gosh, like you just have range. It's like, no, cause you're entitled to your own opinion. Uh, opinion. Um, <laughs> you're entitled to your own opinion. You can choose your own friends. So don't stay within friendship just because you feel guilty. I think that is so fucking stupid. There's 7 billion people in the world. Go get new friends if you feel like this person should not be your friend. You can always make new friends. I agree. Which is, like, again, like, this isn't coming out of a place. We don't got no time for that kind of shit. This isn't coming from a place of, like, I'm not trying to be hateful. Um, if This might sound terrible to you, but if anything, it's coming from a place of uh, exhaustion. And like I've my whole life, I've been a very optimistic person. Um, and I still have a lot of that. I tend to, st- yeah, I feel like you're still way more optimistic. than I, I, am. <laughs> I, I think I am like, I still have a lot of that. I tend, I tend to see the good in people first. And I tend to be the kind of person that will assume the best until proven wrong. Um, but I feel like it's taking less and less for me to feel proven wrong. Um, because I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm my, in my mind, I'm becoming more and more realistic about, uh, indicators of what people are, um, in reality. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, I where I don't necessarily, yeah. I mean, I don't I'm not necessarily... trying to be judgmental. People can enjoy and think yeah. and do whatever they want. And that's your thing. And I honestly, like, I don't feel any judgment about it. Uh, it's m- for me. It's personal. Yeah, it's completely personal. It's just something that's like, it's me. I find it offensive. I don't need to take that. Yeah. 
That's exactly like what it if is. you if you don't think it's funny, that's fine. Like yeah. laugh at it, cool. By all means, enjoy it. Exactly. I'm not like I'm literally I'm not gonna judge it. I'm just not going to spend any more time thinking about it. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's actually one of the reasons why I'm not on Facebook is because I mean, yes, I can easily scroll through Facebook and there are plenty of things that I can find that are very very offensive to me, but I just choose not to read it because I'm not interested. I mean, there are a lot of reasons why I'm not on Facebook, but that is one of the reasons. It's yeah. just I don't really care about what other people... Well, I've been, I've been pretty meticulously curating my Facebook feed lately, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, um, and that is so. not to say that I'm not interested in other people. I mean, I really am not, to be honest, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, you should title this podcast, Here's the Thing About... Cecilia here's, hates people. Here's why we hate people. <laughs> so just give me a dog and I will be happy forever. <laughs> uh, man, I love dogs. Because they, okay. don't, they don't say stupid shit. So. Or send I, offensive memes. It's true. They do poop on things, though. This is true. Not on purpose, that's better. though. Not on, not on purpose. Well, sometimes they do. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my gosh. Happy does but that on purpose. That's better than. Uh, somebody being offensive, I think. All right. So I guess that's all about that. I just, I, I think in my, I think I already knew that I needed to do that. Um, I think I just felt like I needed to talk it out before I did it. Yeah. Do you really care if like, I, I feel, I honestly feel, I mean, first of all, I highly doubt that he listens to this podcast but even if like other I don't people... think he does. I think I think there's a decent chance it could get back to him if I was specific. Oh. Which but I'm not trying to create say, like, drama. Do you care? Well, no, I don't really care. I'm just not trying to create unnecessary drama. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. And I like I don't even want to make this person feel like I don't like him. At the most, I'm indifferent. Yeah. I think so, I, yeah. That's, it's just unnecessary. It's that's why. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's all. I just needed to talk that out, and I feel better about that now. Thanks for the freeze therapy session. <laughs> freeze therapy? I was going to say, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what the S was going to do. Freeze therapy. I think it's I was late. just going to say free session, but I, I realized uh, it wouldn't have made sense. Free therapy session. Free therapy session. Um, okay, so I want to try something with you. This okay. is a uh, – it's sort of a personality test. Oh, which I we've think... like we've talked about before. Yeah, this is a different <laughs> one though. I don't know. I don't know if I feel like ever... people already figured out what kind of personality I have. But... No, no, no. This is this is a little bit different. Oh, okay. It's not like Myers Briggs or anything like that. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's like kind of a psychological hmm. thing. I don't know if you've ever done this before. Closed-minded pessimist. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Closed-minded narcoleptic pessimist. Right um, now, because if I'm awake. I'm negative <laughs> all right. or all the other times I'm asleep. So or eating. you, there's a chance you might need a pen and a piece of paper to do this. Okay. Can I just do it on my phone? Um, or do I have to like draw something? You. Okay. Talk to people. Let me, we'll get it. Okay. So this, uh, this test is called the cube. Um, and I, th- the way I found out about it is when I was working uh, part-time a while back um, at a comic book store. Uh, shout out to Mark Hagen. Hi, Mark. Because um, we, like, uh, Mark and Katie and I uh, all did this together. And I thought it was really interesting. Um, and uh, this is, it's unrelated, but I read another article this week uh, about something else, but it reminded me of this, so I wanted since I've got Cecilia here, I wanted to try it with her. Um, okay, you ready? Ready. You're not. I don't think you're necessarily gonna have to draw anything. Okay. Um, it's just because it like there's a few steps, so this is just to help you remember, oh. like keep track of your answers. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you're walking alone in the desert. Okay. Okay. Just you just picture it, and mm-hmm. then like when I ask you a question, you just write down your answer. Okay. Uh, Or you can draw it if that helps you. You're walking alone in the desert and you come across a cube. Okay. How big is the cube? A 
Oh, do I just, say it? That you're picturing. Just either like either just picture it and keep it in your mind. If you feel like you can keep track of all this stuff, there's like there's a bunch of different stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um. Oh, so the first one is how big is the cube? How big is the cube? Yeah, just as you're picturing it. There's there isn't any wrong answers. It's okay. just whatever pops into your head. Okay. Okay. After you got that, um, what color is it? How does that color make you feel? Seriously? Just whatever pops into your head. Is the cube clear or opaque? Oh, wait. What? That's so weird because I said it was clear as a color. Is that not oh, a thing? Oh, no, that's totally fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, how big is the cube compared to the desert? Okay. You see a ladder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where is the ladder in relation to the cube? Okay. Okay. Uh, what color is the ladder? Okay. Now next you see a horse. Okay. Okay. Don't, this isn't a realistic scenario. <laughs> I'm like, what the You're heck? just supposed to be picturing this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where is the horse in relation to the cube and the ladder? Just as you're picturing it. Okay. What color is the horse? Is the horse tied up or roaming freely? And is the horse wearing a saddle? Okay. Now there's a storm rolling in. Mm. Okay. What is the distance uh, in relation to the cube and the ladder and the horse of the storm? Like... How close or far away is it? Is it a large or small storm? Is it passing by or staying in place? And is it violent or like a light rain? Wait, it's a storm. So sandstorm or like a rain? I mean, a storm could be like light rain. Mm. All right. Next, you also see a flower. Okay. One flower? Well, how many do you see? Well, you said one. Just whatever pops into your head. Um, Where is the flower or flowers? Uh, in relation to all the other objects. And what color is it? Or are they? Okay, you got all that? Yeah. Okay, now we're going to go through what everything means. Okay. Um, and what your answers supposedly indicate. Okay. Okay, ready? Okay. The cube represents you. Okay. Okay, and how you see yourself in the world. Okay. If the cube is transparent, that means people can see right through you. Um, the material the cube is made of represents feelings and how tough of a front you put up. The size of the cube is compared, compared to the desert represents your ego. If the e- cube is large in comparison to the desert, you think highly of yourself. So you have a clear, I have a very clear, small box, small cube. Yeah. All right. Which is, I don't think that's bad at all. Yeah. I kind of well, like that. Yeah. All right. Next, the horse. Ladder, ladder. Um, this skips right to the horse. Oh. What the fuck is the ladder? Sorry, I skipped right to the horse. That's my mistake. Okay. All right, the ladder represents your friends. Okay. Okay? If the ladder is leaning on the cube, your friends tend to lean on you for support. The distance between the cube and the ladder shows how close you are to your friends. So where was your ladder? Just next to it. Next to the cube? Yeah. Um, It wasn't leaning on anything. It was just a freestanding ladder. Okay, how close, though? Just next to it. Like right next to it? Right next to it. Okay. You're close to your friends. Yeah. All right. The horse. Wait, what material it is? It doesn't matter. You said what, uh, what color is it? I asked what color it was because it told me to. It doesn't. Oh, okay. What color was your ladder? It's just the metal silver. Okay, sure. Okay, anyway. Um, 
it, the latter section didn't say anything about the color, so I don't know why I'd asked for that. Okay. Uh, the horse. The horse represents uh, your lover or ideal oh. lover. 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 Uh. Uh, the distance between the horse and the cube represents the closeness you have with your current lover. If the horse is tied up, then it shows the need to be controlling in a relationship. If the horse has a saddle, then you feel safe with them. If the horse is free and not saddled, it means you view your lover as uncontrollable and unpredictable. <laughs> um, so... Where is the horse in relation to everything else? That it doesn't say where was it. It's just said. I I think I asked you where the horse metal was. Metal silver. Oh yeah, just next to it. Okay. So you're um, next to it. Next to the cube. Next to the cube. Yeah. Okay. I think that's because okay yeah that was the question after. And the horse is free or tied up. Free. Okay, and it's not color wearing doesn't make, doesn't not wearing a saddle. No, not wearing a saddle. I guess the color doesn't matter here either. Oh my gosh, what the heck? I don't know. Uh, this, for the record, is not the exact one that I did. I did uh -huh. one uh, like off of a YouTube video oh, okay, with okay. them, uh, so it was slightly different. But it's like it's the same basic questions. Okay. Um, so you view it's me, uh -huh. you view me as uncontrollable and unpredictable. Yep. That's a true story. <laughs> All right. Next, the storm. Mm -hmm. Okay. The storm Wait, represents. What, so what's no? Oh, not wearing a saddle. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. The storm represents some obstacle in your life. Mm -hmm. If the storm is passing, the issue is current with a resolution in the near future. If the storm is staying put, it has been an ongoing obstacle in your life with no resolution in sight. The size of the storm represents how big of an obstacle this is to you, as does the distance. Mm -hmm. The further away the storm, the less important you place, less importance you place on it. If the storm is violent, it means this obstacle is causing quite some grief. Mm. So tell us about this storm. I wrote that it is a large, passing, far away, light rainstorm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's an end in sight. And it's, it's almost here. Light. Yeah. yeah. It's almost there. Yeah. Uh, and it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. I like this so far. Yeah. I mean, I think, and it's pretty representative of me. It's pretty close. It's, it's not like, oh, what? Yeah. I did not think that. No. So, oh, oh, oh. The meanings of colors are are coming up. Oh, okay. Okay. okay there you they go. They did that separately. Okay. And then the last one, flower. Flower. Okay. The flower represents your children or desire to have children. Uh, the closer the flower is to the cube, the closer you feel to your children or the thought of having children. The more flowers, the more kids you wish to have. So tell us about the flowers. Oh, no. I want four kids how, how many flowers i've got one i feel like that they could have asked that better to yeah. let you choose however many you wanted because it said flower yeah so I well said yeah flower. i said flower yeah you said flower so that's the first thing it was almost um, like a like a an assumed thing like you yeah. put that in my brain like where flower. is the flower in relation to everything else inside the box oh i love you so much it's inside the cube, so my, you're the best. My kids are gonna be so close to me. Yeah, you're the best. Okay, are you ready for the meanings okay, of the colors? The colors, yes. All okay. right. Um, okay. So the color of your box was clear. Clear. So we'll skip over that. Um, the color of your ladder was the silver. Silver. Um, that's not on here. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go through. All the colors. And oh, okay, okay. And yeah, then yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll come back to your stuff. Black is... So black, white, red, blue, green, yellow, purple, and brown are the five they have on here. Or the have five. Seen, That's more than five. Yeah. Have That's you seen a fucking purple ladder? Are you freaking serious? It can be whatever color you want. Black is the color of authority, elegance, sophistication, and seduction. Black can also imply submission, such as a woman who is wearing black panties implies she wants the man to see her in her underwear. Oh my that was god! A, that took a really weird what? turn. What? That? No. Okay, I feel like you should. I not. didn't. I nope. didn't pre-read that. Okay. Um, white. Fourth place. Fourth. White. White symbolizes innocence and purity, which is why the wedding dress is white. Doctors wear a white coat to imply sterility and cleanliness. Red. I feel like this site it has no credibility. The color. Whatsoever. Well, that's. I mean, that the white is true. Uh, the color of dominance, power, and sexual energy. Uh, the color red attracts attention. It is also the color of love. Blue, one of the most popular colors. Blue represents knowledge, authority, and loyalty. Blue causes the body to produce calming chemicals. I said that like a Bostonian. Calming chemicals. Calming chemicals. Uh, so it is often used in bedrooms. The color blue shows loyalty. Green, green represents, they said loyalty twice. Green represents compassion, prosperity, money, and vitality. It is a relaxing color. Many TV studios have a green room for people to sit in to relax before they go on the air. Um, incidentally, that's not why green rooms are green. 
but we won't get into that. Um, yellow is another attention getter. While it is uh, considered an optimistic color symbolizing enthusiasm and playfulness, the color yellow is very difficult for the human eye to take in and can be overpowering. Purple is the color of royalty. It represents luxury, wealth, and sophistication. It is also feminine and romantic and rarely found in nature. Uh, purple is the color of royalty because back in the day, they purple was one of the most yeah. difficult colors, colors to produce. Yeah. So it was expensive. Um, um, wait, what did they say about yellow? Uh, yellow is another uh, attention getter. While it is considered an optimistic color, symbolizing enthusiasm and playfulness, the color yellow is very difficult for the human eye to take in and can be overpowering. Brown. So is an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Brown uh, is old, reliable, uh, and shows stability. It is the color of earth and a favorite of most men. Do now, you, Do you know what my horse let's, was? Okay, so let's go back. So the ladder was silver, which we didn't... We don't have. That's not in here. Yeah. Um. So the, the horse was the next thing? Yeah. Okay, brown. what color was the horse? Brown. You're old and stable. Reliable. Old, and reliable, stable. and stable. Um, okay, and then... Uh, what was pink. What was pink next? flower. Which is not also in there. I just picked all these colors that are not listed. You know what? I think it would have been... Well, I mean, like, it's close to red, which is the color of love. It I says. so. Um, what else was on there? Well, yeah, clear, metal, silver, brown, and pink. Yeah. All right. That's the weirdest thing ever. Like, if you say you're gonna... Like, have you seen a fucking purple... Ladder before. Everything or can blue be ladder. Anything y- you want it to be. Uh, you know what though? I think that also speaks to my personality. I'm like super realistic. Like, hey, all the you know ladders that you've seen so far. It's like I have no creativity. Yeah. Oh man, there's a different one. Okay. There was yeah. an updated one. We don't got no time for that. The listeners don't have any time to learn about my. Personality. Anyway, I think they've pretty much figured out my personality. <laughs> they don't need to figure it out. <laughs> All right, so a scale of 1 to 10, how interesting was that to you? Oh, it was pretty interesting, but I feel like it was very predictable. And I also that also very like speaks very much to my personality because I didn't sit there and ponder. Like Yeah, you I, had answers right away. Like you're like, how does it look like? Because I'm not going to sit there and be like, "Well, that box, like describe that box for me." Like, what am I? I was like, "No, it's supposed to be your mind." I'm like, "Okay, well, it's a cube. Yeah. It's right in front of me. It's very small." Cool. What is it? It's clear. I can see right through it. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I was pretty decisive on my answers, too. Um, Which is funny, because I feel like you would have been like, okay, well... Well, because they emphasize, like, you just write down, like, whatever pops whatever, into your yeah, head. Yeah, whatever like, pops into your that's head. That's the truest yeah, this is true. thing. So, I just went with whatever popped into my head first. Yeah, that was me, too. I had a thought today. Um, I didn't know that I was necessarily going to do this today because i didn't know i was going to necessarily record with you um incidentally tyler wanted to be here um and tyler tyler travels a lot for his job uh and so tyler between me starting a new job and tyler traveling a lot for his job we weren't able to get together uh this week to record so not tyler's fault not anybody's fault um but i was i thought today i wonder how true any personality test ever is and the reason i say that is that i i have a hard time believing anybody in the world is completely honest even with themselves which is another thing that i've been working on in myself i've been if if to nobody else which i i try to be as honest as i can to everybody you especially but if to nobody else i try to be brutally honest to myself about myself um and so i've admitted some difficult things to myself in the last like six to eight months which i think has been helpful uh and helped me grow but i was i was thinking about personality tests today i don't remember why but i remember thinking um i wonder how true any personality test ever is because you you are answering questions on a personality test. And I feel like what most people do is they tend to answer uh, the way they wish they were. That's true. Versus the way they actually are. Because we, I, it, I don't want to admit to myself that I am lazy if I'm lazy. I want to 
say, even if it's to nobody else, even if it's just to myself, I want to say that I'm a hard worker, for instance. Um, incidentally, laziness is one of my flaws. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, like, if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, um, which is something that I've, I've admitted to myself. But like, so I, I, I was just wondering about like how true any personality test really ever is, which I think is why things like what we just did are so interesting because you have no idea the context of any of those answers, um, which I think gives it a much more true result if you place any faith in any of that in the first place. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, what else we, this is the first time we've done a full hour episode. Yeah, and I think it's about time. We, and uh... I appreciate <laughs> Guys, I need you to understand, Cecilia didn't want to do this at all. And she did it because she loves Mine, me. you make it sound like... Well, and because... actually, no, I don't really care. I really don't like being publicly... I said you did it because you love yeah, me. Yeah, this is true. No, I was just about to say, I'm like, no, it's not that I don't like to podcast. Actually, no, I don't like to podcast. Not because... I don't this... want a podcast. It's more of like a public speaking thing that I hate. Like yeah. this is why I'm not on Facebook. Well, but one you're of the really, reasons you're really just talking to me, and then other people hear it later. I, I know that's what it's I not mean. like you're standing I in don't... a room of like yeah, 500 people. Yeah, I just don't like my opinion, my voice just being out there for people to listen. It's not that like I mean I don't really care because I think most people already know that I don't give a fuck about anything. You're on record, but now just I don't. Is it being on record? Is that what you don't like? No, it's just about like I don't no no one needs to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> no, no, no one needs to know what I'm thinking. Either. I well, no, yes, because no one needs no to. one needs to. But you want that to you. That's why you started a podcast. It's fun. Yeah, that's not fun. Honestly, for me. I I gotta be totally honest. I didn't necessarily start this for you, the listener. Although I very much appreciate that you guys listen. Tyler and I, I think I can speak for Tyler on this too. I don't think we started it for the listeners necessarily. I think we started it um, for ourselves. Uh, and you know what? Something else that I've been thinking about. And you freaking scared me with I'm that sorry. hand. Oh my God. I think I mentioned this on, on an episode a while back um, when I was talking to Tyler. But something I've been thinking about too recently, speaking of kids... Um, I think the idea that my son or my daughter someday, like in 10 or 15 years, uh, can go back and listen to episodes of their dad, like talking to a friend on a pod, on a thing called a podcast, which may not exist even by then. Like, and just like, it's another way for my kids to get to know me as a person, like before they existed and before I knew them. Uh, and before I was the person I am that they know, that's kind of a scary um, thought. It's a scary thought, but I think that's a, I think that's kind of a cool thought. Like it's kind of a cool time capsule type thing. Uh, They're for, gonna be like, Ooh, for our future kids, my parents curse um, <laughs> a lot. Uh, but I feel like that really doesn't matter because I'm pretty sure we're gonna be cursing. They'll probably hear it. Anyway. <laughs> yes, like, they'll so, hear it way before. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just thought I just I think that, that I, that's kind of a cool thought to me. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, guys, I appreciate you listening. I really do. Um, because, like, we say it. I, I know I say that Tyler and I started this for ourselves, but um, if nobody listened, we would probably just go back to doing this on a phone call instead of uh, on the Internet for people to listen to. So I really appreciate the fact that you guys listen. Um, Tyler and I have not forgotten about rebranding the podcast, which is something we're still planning on doing. Uh, if you guys didn't already know, Alec Baldwin has a pretty popular podcast by the same name uh, as ours, um, and we're very upset with him for doing that. Um, How dare you? But we can't be that upset with him because he did it first. Uh, and and he made movies. We did not. Yeah. It's my fault. I didn't think it would... I knew he had a podcast called Here's the Thing. I didn't think it would be that big of an issue, and we've heard from several listeners that um, sometimes it's difficult to find our podcast because of that so we're trying to we've got a few names in the works and a few things in the works uh for rebranding that we're still thinking about we just haven't pulled the trigger yet because we haven't made a final decision yet but that's still in the works um i haven't even talked to tyler about this but i have a couple other ideas uh that i think are pretty exciting so stay tuned for those um any last thoughts 
for the people before we sign off? I'm hungry. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The girl that is always sleepy or hungry or both is currently hungry and sleepy. Fuck you. Um, I probably said this in the intro already, but if I didn't, get a hold of us on Facebook, uh, on SoundCloud. Um, leave us a, a rating and a review on iTunes, if you would. That would help us out. Um... And email us. Uh, here's the thinkcast at gmail.com. You, I'm sure you're smart people. You can find us on all the other platforms. Um, if you just search our name, uh, we'll show up. Um, so I guess that's where we're going to leave it. Cecilia and I are getting married in like a month, guys. Oh, man. So here. super excited. Uh, final fittings for dresses and tuxes are right around the corner. Um, Not prepared for that. We're dieting like fucking crazy right now to try to not be fat for the wedding. Cecilia's already not fat. I'm a fat lard, so I need to cut down. Um, okay, well, I guess that's where we're going to cut it off this week. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're going to meet right back here next week. Uh, oh, God. Nice one. Oh, my gosh. I, did, I thought you were going to end. If I was and... a gentleman, I would have just claimed that one for you because the listeners wouldn't have known any difference. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Josh. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry for burping on the podcast, guys. <laughs> I never do that, but I did it this time. Um, I was going to say, because I always say we're going to meet right back here, same time, same place. Nope. That's not happening. That has not at all been true. <laughs> The last several so episodes. Much for consistency. When you and Tyler said that you guys were going to be Consistency is the number one. It's true. I said bullshit. Both of you guys, there's no consistent thing. Listen, you're being. There you're, is not a single I feel thing very that judged and attacked about- right now. And uh, I'm about to leave this conversation. Okay. Bye. No, I, that was a joke. Ew. Uh, that so was that a forced one. Was for me. one. Um, so I was going to say same time, same place next week. Uh, suffice it to say same place next week, maybe not same time. Um, but we're going to be back next week in the same place. You should be here too. Uh, until then, see you later. Bye.